Blog Talk Radio. Forex or foreign, foreign currency trading. Have you ever heard of it? The more savvy investors have, and today you will join those savvy investors because not knowing is not cool, whether or not you participate in Forex. So you have tuned in to Debt-Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Behrman here. Our website is DebtFreeWealthRadio.com. Debt-Free Wealth Radio is a production of TrudyBehrman.com. Thank you for taking us along with you as you're listening in on your mobile phone, on the web, through Stitcher Radio or iTunes Podcast. Welcome. I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money that ultimately leads to equipping you to enjoy lifestyle upgrades the debt-free wealth way. Let me guide you to debt-free wealth. Forex or currency trading is becoming more popular amongst novice investors, and rightly so. Many already play the futures market from the privacy of their homes, and forex trading is gaining and in some cases overtaking in popularity as a way to earn wealth from the privacy of your home with just a computer. Just like any investment exercise, strategy can increase returns, and the lack of strategy can lead to massive loss. Learning the basics of this Forex game, having some crucial resources, and the right mindset will go a long way in Forex trading. Now, today my special guest is Chima Bury, Forex trader and trainer. Now, don't let the usefulness in his face fool you. Chima is a veteran leader and educator with a 14-year professional background across diverse matters of the finance industry. His expertise includes in-depth knowledge of financial markets, commodities, and fundamental data and technical analysis. He holds a Series 3 securities license as administered by FINRA, entitling entitling the sale of commodities or futures contracts. Additionally, he's a registered associate person with the CFTC and associate member of the NFA. Uh, we're so glad to have Chima with us today. Chima, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Good morning. How are you today? Oh, awesome. Thank you for being my guest expert on Debt-Free Wealth Radio. Chima, tell the audience really quickly, how can they contact you after the show for more information? Well, for more information, they can contact me at Chima at ChimaBury.com. They can also visit my website to get a little in-depth look as to my bio and a little bit more about what I do. They can find me at www.ChimaBury.com. That's C-H-I-M-A-B-U-R-E-Y.com. Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about your background and how you came to be in this Forex thing. Well, I received a finance degree from the University of Florida and I've always been interested in the financial markets. So as you're well aware, finance is a wide umbrella and the avenue or the area that I really liked or was interested in was actually trading or understanding how the stock market moved at that time. So at the time when I got interested or involved in trading, I was director of finance at a uh, finance corporation, and I decided to actually go into, towards that direction. I was given an opportunity to work 
within that department and took it, and the rest is history. Okay, cool. Now, clearly you think Forex is a good vehicle for adding to personal wealth. And here on Debt-Free Wealth Radio, we love to highlight wealth-building strategies for our audience to consider. Can you give us some real-life examples of clients or students who have used Forex as a strategy to increase their wealth? Well, the idea of Forex or any trading is to understand that particular market. And as the adage says, you want to buy low and sell high. So the information that we see on a chart that we read is more or less an understanding of the emotion of that particular asset. So is it a viable opportunity, or do we see this as a long-term strategy or buy and hold? So the information that that chart holds is really what the student is looking to gain. Uh, For most students, when they first start to trade, they don't know what a chart looks like, or they really don't understand how to, let's say, take the information off of what I'm seeing on the screen and really apply it to my investment strategy. So really what I do is help them get the information and then allow them to make those choices. So the more you understand and the more you're aware of what the chart is telling you, it therefore gives you that opportunity. So, yes, my students, most of them come with uh, some knowledge. Some, they're beginners. Others are, are a little bit more advanced. But them getting the information or the understanding of the financial markets really allows them to go ahead and buy and uh, or put themselves in the right opportunity for them to have financial gains. So really it's about them understanding the market, getting more information from the chart that they're reading, which allows them to make those buying decisions, which will in turn get them the financial gains or the long-term gains that they're looking for. But do you have any real-life examples of students who have successfully done this? Yes, definitely. I have... uh, Without giving names, yes, a lot of my students have received tons of testimonials from my students that have actually gone from not understanding what a chart is to where they're actually uh, accumulating pips, as we call it, in the Forex market, or they've never really uh, achieved, let's say, financial success, or they've always lost, or they didn't really have the, let's say, the temperament or the patience in allowing particular trades to come about. So in trading, it's not just understanding the market, but also your ability to be patient through a trade. So, yes, I have taught students around the world, and, yes, many testimonials about students that before coming to me really wasn't able to allow their trades to develop and actually grow, which would in turn allow their accounts to grow. But, yes, lots of examples and lots of testimonials that they have achieved success afterwards. Awesome. Um, we've been throwing out this word, Forex. We've been talking about currency trading. What exactly is this? Well, currency trading is the – well, currency as we know. Uh, for As we travel, we obviously exchange one currency for another. So many individuals are aware of if you want to buy Apple, I can buy Apple, or if I want to buy IBM, I can buy IBM. However, when – people talk about buying currencies, it's a little bit different because currencies are basically compared against another currency. So the value of a currency really has to do with what it's compared against. So, for example, if you want to buy the pound, well, what's the pound? The pound is basically a comparison between the pound and another country. So the pound versus the U.S. or the pound versus the Australian dollar. And that comparison is what value. So with the Ford, it basically, it's the way that one economy is paired against another. 
basically how strong one currency or what economy is against another. And then that is basically where we get the so this is where, or, or the basis, it's slightly different from just trading a stock or the understanding of it, but this is where one currency it basically goes up and down based on their economic strength versus another currency's economic strength. Uh, Chima, by any chance are you um, on a cell phone for this show? I, I am because right now, yes. audio... Okay, so I just want the audience to know that uh, forgive us on the audio quality, guys, um, for uh, Chima is calling in on a cell phone. I know he's a busy gentleman, so we appreciate him being here, but apologize in advance if some of the audio gets cut out a little bit. Um, but basically what I heard you say was um, Forex trading is pairing two currencies against each other and the strength of one over the other based on what's going on in the economy of that country gives a, a, a currency its value against the other. And that's what you're trading in ex, in a, in a, as against, say, buying Apple shares or some other future shares. Did I get that correct? Yes, yes you did. All right, awesome. Awesome. Okay, so there are traders at home who are using various trading platforms. I mean, there are some that are advertised on television all the time, E-Trade and all that kind of a thing. They're using these platforms to play the futures or to make their own investment decisions. How similar, because you kind of alluded to it a while ago, but how similar is the Forex trading experience to that experience, if at all? Well, it's, it's very similar. Well, the, the, the nuances of reading a chart is the same, and that's one of the things I try to impress upon my students is that if you're able to read a, a stock chart, your ability to read a commodity chart or your ability to read a forage chart uh, really is, is still the same. Uh, understanding that particular chart, or what I call reading the emotion of that market or that asset, really goes across the lines. Now, the implementation or the execution, whether you're buying or selling or really being able to uh, execute based on what the currency is or your ability to calculate how much your gain or losses is, of course you have to learn those little nuances. But really the transition, and a lot of students have found that the transition is a lot easier than they thought. Okay, so therefore if someone is currently listening in on the show and they're already trading futures and commodities and that kind of a thing, it's really not that difficult for them to just consider Forex. It's, very, it's not that difficult, you're saying. It's pretty similar. Definitely. It, it, it's very similar, uh, the transition or even their ability to add it to their portfolio or what they're doing uh, really is a lot easier than, than they think. Uh, my, I got my introduction or my start into trading uh, was trading stocks as well. So, the, one of the things that I talk about my students with is their ability to understand uh, the market as a whole. Um, oftentimes I meet people and they say that they're just a commodity trader or they're just an oil trader or a gold trader. And I feel that if you're a trader, you have to understand or have a basic understanding of all markets because they're all interconnected. Uh, there is a connection between uh, oil and the dollar CAD, for example. There's a connection between gold and the Australian dollar. There's a connection between whether or not oil prices will go up in the overall stock market. There's a connection between bond prices and the stock market. So there, there's a correlation or a relationship there that as you become more in tune with the various markets, you see as one moves, it may affect the other one adversely or they may move together. So 
once you understand one market and then you begin to understand another, you realize that things are a lot more, uh, let's say, connected or similar than, than you once thought. Okay. Now, as you know, Chima, I sell graded certified diamonds, gold and silver. So mm-hmm. I have used my chart training to watch okay. the values of these things. And charts for me I find exciting to watch, and that data helps me make educated decisions. So the recently – just you know, speak to this for me if you could. The low on gold prices seem to be changing, and gold is making some upward strides in recent days. How useful is understanding the financial charts that can help an investor make a sense of investment decisions over the whole noise of the financial market? Okay. In my opinion, it's extremely important. Uh, as a as a chartist, as they call it, or a technical trader, as you're well aware, there are two types of, of, of let's say schools of thought when it comes to trading. You have your fundamental trading, which is basically based on news or based on uh, economic announcements regarding that particular asset, and then you have technical trading, which is basically uh, geared toward understanding support levels, like you mentioned, or understanding what a chart is reading, and basically. Technicians tend to focus on timing. And so really piggybacks to what you're saying, the, the recent low that you're referring to around the 1180 range or that particular uh, price level, yes, was a technical bottom to what we have or, or in what we call in uh, technical terms a double bottom that actually formed. And it's a very, very, very powerful support level. And then from that point, we have seen gold prices continue to rise from that, and it's actually been peeking through other what we call resistance levels, which is a very strong sign. So that, in relationship to, let's say, other markets that I watch, really shows that the recent move in gold looks to be sustainable right now. So I, I like it. I, I rely on it. An understanding of the technical chart allows me to really understand not to, just from a speculation standpoint, when it's safe to buy, but those who are buying gold as a physical asset to accumulate, it's, it's in essence the same thing. They're looking to find those bottoms and um, what we call in trading buying the dips. So as the market rallies and moves higher, every time the market has a pullback or a dip, it presents a great opportunity for you to actually buy that asset, whether you're speculating or you're actually buying the physical commodity or you're buying the physical asset. So, yes, I saw that in a recent over the last few weeks. There's been a lot of excitement in gold and the rally that it's had. Awesome. Now, um, I saw on your Facebook wall, Chima, that you had a post that you're hosting a workshop titled Finding Fibonacci. And I know that online okay. traders and those playing the futures use the Fibonacci because we've been talking about the value of charts all this time. Now, how does the Fibonacci help them in making their trading decisions? And would a course like yours help, you know, how does a course like yours help them with this whole decision and chart reading and all this stuff? And exactly tell them, you know, what, what's Fibonacci anyways? Well, Fibonacci... Well, that's a whole other show, to be honest. But Fibonacci, if you Google it, you'll find he's one of the most famous uh, mathematicians, and he actually came up with uh, what we call the Fibonacci sequence. Uh, if you look throughout, let's say, history and life in itself, you have a particular series or sequence of numbers that apply to everyday life. 
whether it's the proportion of our bodies, our face, um, the, the, the way pine cones are shaped and sunflower seeds, the, the distance between, uh, let's say, the, the, the earth and, and the, the moon and things of that nature. The Fibonacci sequence, or which turns into the Fibonacci ratio, is applied to many aspects of our life. And years ago, individuals started to apply it to trading. So it's where we see different patterns that tend to form over and over and over again. And in trading in itself, there is a ruler or what we call a Fibonacci scale. And we're able to measure various moves within the market. So the Fibonacci tool, in essence, helps traders uh, measure the pullbacks, like we were talking about in the previous question. So the objective within trading is to buy those dips in a forward-moving market, and Fibonacci is widely used to anticipate or to give a really good guesstimate as to where the market is going to go. So this particular course that I teach is an intermediate to an advanced level course, which helps not only uh, currency traders, but all traders just understand how to actually use this powerful tool in what we call forecasting the market. So for many of my traders, I have taught them how to anticipate, like, where is this particular market going? Or based on what we've seen in the previous two weeks or three weeks or four weeks, based on this information and the repetitive nature of the market and the fact that we have this amazing tool, we can anticipate that the market might go up another 100 points or it might go down another 75 points before it finds a particular base or before it finds a resistance level. So it really helps us with what we call targeting. So if we bought something at 100 based on the Fibonacci tool, it might tell us that our target might be 175. Not 180, but 175. And surprisingly enough, a lot of times when it gets to 175, you'll see the market start to pause and sometimes reverse from 175. So it's an amazing tool. It's something that uh, has shed a light on uh, targeting or forecasting for a lot of traders, and it, it, it's a tool that I can't live without, to be honest, but it's an amazing tool. Hmm. And you also made a good point. History tends to repeat itself because you, you use the word pattern several times, so um, that's very interesting because patterns and Fibonacci and all this stuff. So those of you who are into trading, um, this is sounding very familiar as territory for you know as as you know team i did a bit of forex myself pre-2008 and i made yes, money yes. back then and i you know and i can only speak for me but back then i found it to be addicting and risk yes. and, and and a little bit risky it is risky so it was, for me being addicted to it it t showed to be a bad combination for me just because i loved it so much and it created an mm -hmm. incredible adrenaline rush but I found that the bad days actually fired me up to trade more, but at the same time, right. the bad trade days messed with my mind. So I think like any addiction, alcohol, drugs, whatever, for me, it was a personal decision to quit and go cold turkey. Sometimes I miss it, but it's just a lot of fun <laughs> and very addicting. But I am very aware of the wonderful highs on days when a whole bunch of money is made in a single trade. Just, you know, all of this is just to get you to ask, to ask you this question. Speak to mindset. How important is that, and how or do you at all address this in your training? Yes. Uh, I alluded to this a little bit earlier. Trading is a lot more than just reading a chart or understanding the, the, the movement of a chart. Uh, yes, being able to analyze a chart or look at what I call the emotion of a chart or read 
the motion from a chart is really only one aspect of trading. Uh, whether you're trading the physical asset or not, you really have to have a game plan around your trading. So when we talk about the uh, mental game of trading or the psychological aspect of trading, you're really talking about the ability to withstand or understand the overall goal of this particular position or your overall portfolio. You're looking to understand your risk first. So whether you're buying the physical asset, you're saying, all right, I'm going to buy at 1100 And really and truly, I'm losing money at 900 but you already have measured your risk. So if it drops to 1000 then you're really not worried because you have a game plan. If it gets down to 900 and you decide to sell it, it's like, okay, great. You have a predetermined risk or you have an idea of how much you're going to lose. And that tends to, let's say, give some type of balance or, or a little bit of comfort to say, I know at most I'm willing to lose X. Now, when you're trading, a lot of times we only look at the upside. So we measure, great, if we bought at 1100 and it moves to 1300 I've made $200, and we tend to only focus on that. So one of the things that I try to impress with my students, and we actually share and I teach this in my courses, is to understand the total picture. So you want to look at risk. You want to look at not only the gain or the potential gain, but you want to be, let's say, okay with the risk to say, all right, well, the reason why we get so emotionally attached to some of the trades that we're in is because we're over-leveraged. We trade too much. We put too much on. We put too much size on in the hopes of price hitting that potential target of, let's say, 1300 However, wow, if we get to 1300 I'm going to make $10,000. But we don't think about, well, if I go down to $900, i am going to lose $10,000. And halfway there, we're really pulling our hair out. So I like to look at the risk side first. Can I lose 10000 Well, no, I can't lose 10000 I can lose 1000 So, well, okay, if I can lose 1000 without stressing too much, then I have to adjust the amount or the share size or the contract size. I have to do that adjustment on the front end before I place my trade. So that understanding really is a lot of traders. At the same time, too, there are other emotions that I think are coming in um, because you're, what you just said really asked the person to be um, emotionally detached from the process and, and think of it uh, as a purely almost mathematical thing. So um, what about other emotions that can come in? And you kind of alluded to it. You, we think of the upside. That's greed, a little bit of greed, um, not mm-hmm. thinking of the downside, a little bit of fear, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and getting caught up in that cycle of this emotional roller coaster versus being, um, you know, almost mathematical in the process and just looking at the math. And because you're, you're, you're saying, you know, look at the math. Can you handle this risk? Mm-hmm. But I mean, losing money is a real sends a real sense of panic for some people and fear. Right. And the earning the money is a cr- true high. And then, you know, yeah. what about balancing that too with like the batting averages, because even the best athletes out there aren't scoring 100% all the time, but yet their overall averages are still making them more successful in the market than people, you know, just in, in the same skill set. So just kind of, while well, we have, seem to have a question or somebody's on the line here, um, go ahead and answer that question, Chima, and I'll see who's calling in. Okay, not a problem. Well, I, I, it's funny you mentioned the, the athletic example because I'm a huge sports fan, and uh, I make reference to – let's say, for example, Ray Allen of the Miami Heat, whereas he's a sure first ballot Hall of Famer, and let's say he's a 40% 
three-point shooter, or, or he makes 40% of all the shots he makes from the three-point line. Now, that means he's actually failed 60% of the time, and he's a professional athlete. So when we look at ourselves in our individual trades, a lot of times we have this attitude that we have to win 100%, or if we don't win 100%, then we've actually failed. But the understanding of risk actually helps us deal with the emotion better. Now, yes, losing money, as you mentioned, is hard to do. Trading is hard to do. Investing is hard to do. But what makes it a little bit easier is at least having a grasp of our risk, having a grasp of our downside, becoming one with the understanding, if this happens, I am only going to lose this. And based on that, it helps, deal, it helps us deal with the emotion of investing or the emotion of trading. So I don't believe that we can totally remove the emotion from our trading, but at least how can we manage it? How can we, or what do we need to do to help better manage the emotion that's involved in trading? So understanding the risk is definitely step one. And this is something you teach in your course? Definitely. Okay, let's see who's Definitely. calling here. Um, we have a caller from the 973 area code. Go ahead, say your name and your question or comment. Uh, yes, my name is Shane. Um, on Twitter, at FX Trends Trader. I've been following Shima for, Shima, right? Shima for a while. Uh, he's a great trader. I used to trade with him, with him at uh, iFund Traders. Um, I, the methods he taught me are really great, um, just especially in the Forex market. I've been able to capitalize off of some of the techniques that he's um, spewed out um, just by listening to him alone. Some of the things that he even says still sticks in the back of my mind to so when I'm trading. Um, you know, it's really I've really been profitable trading off the daily chart and the weekly chart as opposed to like those four hour and fifteen minute charts. Um, yeah, so I mean, I just wanted to call in because I heard him speak, and I always I'm, I'm, I always follow uh, Shima whenever he tweets and things like that. He's, he's a great, insightful guy, man. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for calling in. Did you want to say your first name again? My name is Shane. Shane. Thank you, Shane. All right. Um, all right, Chima. So back to you. Um, all right. We have three minutes left in the show. All right. So let me uh, let me just ask really quickly. Um, do you have a way to share with others your expertise? And, and I, uh, Shane, I think his name was, just referred to this. He said about tweeting. But do you have a way to share with others your expertise and insights on what works and when and maybe what they should be focusing on? Do you have a newsletter or a membership site? How do you communicate with people who, like Shane, are following you? Definitely. First, I want to thank Shane for his uh, warm comments. I really appreciate that. But, yes, I have a Bury report that uh, individuals can go to my website and actually sign up at uh, www.shimabury.com. And based on the Bury report, you'll get notifications of a quarterly uh, market review that I do for the general public. So everyone can log in and actually see or understand where I feel the market is going to go within the next quarter. So that's free and open to the public as well. So those are two general areas where individuals can come and take a listen in and understand what, how I take or what my take on the market is. And, and for those of you listening in, Chima has been very generous. He is offering one person access to his $99 course, Forex 101. And to get access to that course, guys, all you need to do is one of – you just need to let, let us know you want it, and I will select 
the person. I'll have my four-year-old draw your name from a hat. But here's how I want you to get access to that. Below this show, so however you found this show today, will be an area for you to leave a for, um, uh, Facebook comment, or you can just reach out to me, and my contact is all over the show page, um, and just let me know you want the Forex 101 course. And then I will put your name in a drawing, and I'll have my little four-year-old pick a name out, and I'll communicate with you if you are the winner. But if, at the very least, go ahead and sign up for the Bureau Report at uh, Chima's website. So, guys, we got to thank you so much, Chima, for being my awesome guest today. And, uh, guys, listen, um, what I need you to do is remember to join me next week on Debt-Free Wealth Radio. We're going to continue this Forex talk just a little bit, but moreover, the topic is money news, Forex, gold, and your abundant future. Sean Hyman is my guest next week. He's a Fox, MSNBC, CNBC regular guest, and he's going to expand a little bit more on the general money and investment conversation. So thank you for tuning into my show today. January is over, guys. How are you doing with your financial resolutions? 2014 is your year for your abundance. Let's pick up the momentum and press on for the high calling of Jesus Christ. Remember, guys, on your smartphone, visit the Google Play Store and look up my name, Trudy Behrman, and download my app. That way you have quick and easy access to Debt-Free Wealth Radio at all times as well as other strategies, tips, and updates to keep you moving towards enjoying lifestyle upgrades the Debt-Free Wealth way. So Trudy Behrman here saying I love you all and see you next week. Thank you so much, Chima. Thank you for having me.